And this week on Lower Thorber, we're going to do something a little bit different. <laughs> and uh, you know, so it turns out that this is the one year anniversary of our podcast. Yay! And also, <laughs> yeah. also, you know, we have just recently crossed the thirty subscriber mark on YouTube, yep. and we promised you guys that we would do something special for uh, an episode if that ever happened. And since it happens conveniently be happening at the same time <laughs> as our one year anniversary, we put our heads together and came up with. We apologized <laughs> after we covered. <laughs> Sorry, stupid joke. Uh, and so we're going to, well, gosh, how, how, how do I pass into, <laughs> into, into the wager? There's a little <laughs> bit of a wager going on here. So yeah. Steve hasn't seen The Fifth Element until just now. And Scott and I had this bet going on. And we each think that he'll have a different reaction. Right. And sort of the stakes are, if I'm correct and Steve did like the fifth element then scott has to watch the movie grandma's boy which, <laughs> which let's be fair is a few worse than death so it's not really his thing to put it mildly and if scott's right which is that steve overall doesn't like the fifth element then i have some movie that i'm supposed yeah. to watch which is unknown to me at this time so so i was i was figuring out you know what what, what are my options uh there's some contenders um uh, Safety Not Guaranteed, which mm. is the other version, or sorry, the other movie by the the people that made uh, the one I love. So mm. that, that was a contender. Garden State, you still haven't seen, right? Which is yeah, is right. that the greatest? Oh, no, this is the greatest movies I haven't seen. Yeah. So there's that. Uh, the other one uh, that I really, really want you to see, but I think the time of year is wrong. Is uh, oh. Arthur Christmas? Oh, okay. I think the one it has to be though is Silver Lining Playbook. Okay. So all right, fair yeah. enough. So. I'm um, considering changing my stay. I, I won't. I won't do this to you. Okay. But I just want to say that it has crossed my mind that I would make you read the entire Dark Tower series. Oh, no. Fate worse than death. That would be horrible. Get back to me in about ten or twenty years. <laughs> Our next episode of Lower the Earth will all be scheduled for 2016. I don't even know what order to read them in. I give you some notes. <laughs> Uh, we just have to do a montage of me like sweating, <laughs> and, like flipping pages, beard growing. That's right. You've dodged a bullet. <laughs> okay. Anyway, oh. here we are. <laughs> so, shall we go on to our review of? Yeah. Uh, yes. Fifth we'll have, by the way, when we're done, we should talk about I don't know maybe what one of our episodes favorite episodes has been so far. Oh, so like retrospective yeah, yeah, on the yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. yeah, let's do it. Okay. Yeah. But anyway, on to a movie that, onto a movie that everybody else has seen, <laughs> but me apparently. <laughs> Uh, until now, anyway. So, The Fifth Element is, uh, according to Wikipedia, a 1997 English-language French science fiction action film. Uh, Which is the best <laughs> Netflix category <laughs> ever. With a strong female lead. <laughs> it's critically claimed. Yeah. Um, it stars uh, Bruce Willis, Gary Oldman, and Mila Jovovich. Uh, directed, written, and story by Luc Besson. And the gist of the film for <laughs> ever, no, well, basically just, nobody else because uh, <laughs> you've all seen it. But uh, the, the basic idea is that there's this evil force uh, that sort of has this, takes on the form of giant glowing planetoid like thing that, you know, recurs every, once every 5,000 years. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, luckily for you know life, because its its goal is to destroy all life. So luckily for life, there's this like benevolent uh, robot race that like you know is friends with 
you know, life. And <laughs> this is an awesome description. This is so good. I'm so glad we did this. Can we, can we review your description when we're done? <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, they they luckily have like some tools at their disposal, which help you know, you know prevent life from being extinguished. <laughs> and these tools consist of uh, uh, four, well, four like like triangular brick things. That represent like you know the the you know fire, water, earth, elements. air, the four elements basically, and a fifth element which is not a triangular brick, but which is <laughs> <a> triangular brick, <laughs> <laughs> which conveniently for for life uh, and for Bruce Willis is this like scantily clad like flaming flaming red hair uh, woman named uh, played by Mila Jovovich. Yeah, um, and so she's the fifth element and. Um, so anyway, like, you know, life goes on and then like, you know, time passes and it's like 20, tw- uh, something like that. 2265, I believe. March. Okay. I didn't think it's March 10th, 2265. Wow. wow. I'm, I'm impressed. impressed. It's, it's, on, no, it's on his little calendar when he's taking the phone call from his mom. Oh, yeah. nice. Which also, you know, they happen to, by this point in the future, not have invented cell phones, it seems. <laughs> But the fact that yeah. cell phones did exist in 1997, which I thought was entertaining. But anyway, yeah. um, getting ahead of <laughs> So yeah, so anyway, the the giant like evil sphere thing, which is named Mr. Shadow, I believe. That, or that's when he identifies himself when he makes yeah. a phone call. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, that's the uh, name he's just around, I guess. I don't know. Anyway, it comes back again. That's what it looks like. You know, it's latest latest cycle. And so, uh, unfortunately for for life, uh, the <laughs> four, the four <laughs> triangular bricks have been misplaced. <laughs> And like the, the robots like have a terrible crash landing and like all die. Uh, I don't know if they actually were alive in the first place, but yeah. maybe whatever. Um, and the only thing that's really like around to save life is uh, Mila Jovovich. <laughs> and she runs into Bruce Willis and they go on this like, you know, escapade uh, with the sort of a sundry cast of characters, including like a TV, like a like a variety show host. He's like a some, radio host? Yeah, yeah. something. Ruby Rod? Yeah. Yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Anyway, to go and recover these bricks uh, that represent the, the elements and save life from being destroyed. By the way, minor note, uh, Ruby Rod is also in Silver Linings Playbook, which influenced my... <laughs> what? Yeah. Not, yeah. As, not as Ruby Rod, but no, 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 the no, same no. actor. Yeah, Chris Tucker. Chris Tucker. Uh, yeah. Okay. That, w- yes. that would be a different kind of movie if he was... Yes. <laughs> amazing. <laughs> so can we watch the same Silver Linings Playbook? <laughs> Space edition. Uh, um, yeah, so does that, does that cover it for this? this I think it's as bad as far as you're going to get. It's as bad as good as it gets, yeah. Heavily French. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, Justin, what, what did you think? So, I love this movie. Uh, and, yeah, I think it's just, um, I don't know. I think it's one of those movies you can put on just anytime and just have it like, oh, you know, it's like a lazy Saturday afternoon or whatever. It's like, I want to put something on, but like something that you've seen a bunch of times, but it's still good. And the fifth element is like perfect. Um, but, yeah, it's so... Um, the description of it as like a English language French film is like actually totally spot on. Like I feel like it kind of has like sort of the same like bones to it that like actual French movies have to them. Like, you know, Delicatessen or like um, Amelie or like some of that other stuff. It kind of has the same sort of like yeah. Frenchiness, but it's all English. Right. And so it's like, I don't know, that's kind of a cool thing. And it's just a very this the whole like flavor of sci fi that it is. I don't know what you'd call it. Like the it's like it's not uh, it's not like your usual like oh, dystopian future or no. like, you know, like perfect everything whitewashed future. But it's, it's like this it's like this uh, sort of dirty, like kind of 
not really realistic, but also just, ah, it's just very kind of goofy and off the wall. It's um, almost like, I, I kind of think of it as like the, the inverted Blade Runner. Because it's got, kind of? it's got some of the same, yeah, like not steampunk, but whatever it is, like the sort of retro futurism yeah, sort of thing going that, on. But, yeah, but it's not quite as dark. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. But over, yeah, just, and it's all, it's all great. And the movie's a riot. I mean, there's lots of like really funny moments. Um, but yeah, overall, it's one of my favorite movies. So obviously I'm a little biased about it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I I don't remember when the last time I saw this. I mean, I saw it today, but before this, I don't. I think it's probably been, I don't know, maybe like five years or something since I've seen it. And I had vague recollections of what it was like, and I wasn't sure if it was going to hold up. I watched it again today, and God, this is an awesome movie. I mean, like <laughs> really, really awesome. And it, it's so it's it's one of these movies where it's so hard to like pinpoint why. Yeah. What are the elements that make up elements? But oh, like, <laughs> like what, what is it specifically that makes it up? And it's just it it's just so hard to quantify. It's just like it's got this energy that mm-hmm. really movies kind of lack yeah, now. It you does. Know? It's really it's just this yeah. constant like something's always happening, and you just there's yeah. this underlying kind of like it's actually more like a comic book yeah, in some ways. Yeah. Like, it's all the colors are really yeah. bold, and all the characters are like kind of larger than life. Yeah. You know, and everything is just oversaturated. Like you know, metaphorically and literally. Yeah. And it's kind of great, you yeah. know, and like it, it doesn't apologize for it. It just is. Yeah. Know. But it's interesting because there are, there are a lot of movies that are out now kind of summer blockbusters that on the surface would sound like they fit that description. Yeah. But they're kind of more just a c- cacophony of explosions yeah, and stuff. True, yeah. And this is more meticulous. Like a lot of times, yeah. like it's all very choreographed and there's mm-hmm. specific points being made and the, the frames are very carefully framed and, you know, it's intentional mm-hmm. as opposed to, you know, some of the blockbuster movies where it's just like, well, hmm, well, why would, why, why would we use one bomb here where we could use 10 bombs? You know? <laughs> right. So just blow up as much stuff as possible. But yeah. everything is very, you know, orchestrated mm-hmm. and it's kind of an unconventional heroine kind of situation. Yeah. Um, but it's just so awesome. And I, I really forgotten how much I love this movie. And for no other reason, I'm glad I reviewed it so I could see it again and enjoy it all over again. Um, and I kind of feel like I, I appreciate it more now for its subtleties than I did when I first saw it. Yeah. I do remember when I first saw it, um, the other people I saw it with, they were kind of like, ah, that was just sort of goofy. And I remember really liking it. And I, I think I'd, I'd had in my head that, oh, as an adult, I won't like it mm. as much. And yeah. I think I actually do like it more. But it's just... In, I don't know. All the all the pieces just sort of add up to something greater than the sum of their parts. And she is a great lead, you know, and their interactions are really good. And there's so many, so many funny parts, you know, and so many, so many parts that feel like they shouldn't work together. You know, <laughs> it does on true. paper. You, it really seems like the Ruby Rod thing would just completely ruin the movie. Right. But for some reason, it just makes it all work. It's like this weird yeah. glue that just sort of holds everything together. Um, but it's just so inventive and um, some really emotional moments. Uh, yeah, I, if you haven't seen it, you really, really need to see it, uh, particularly like sci-fi or like campy sci-fi. Um, campy is a good way, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. I think yeah. it's just so unique and it's and you also, I mean, like Aziz Light, right? Like you're missing some pop culture references. <laughs> yeah, there's like so and multipass, multipass. Yeah, yeah. yeah. which yeah. I always does. Anyone else want to negotiate? Like, which oh, whenever like, I see multipass encoding, all I can think is Lilu <laughs> multipass <laughs> Dallas. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. And and like just an example of one of the moments that are just so awesome and so unique is like when they get like five people coming up claiming to be Corbin Dallas. Yes. She's like, really? (laughs) Another Corbin Dallas? (laughs) But it's just the flavor of the movie. It's just like running Mm. jokes and everything. So, yeah, must see. All right. The moment of truth. Do a drum roll. I'll try to find a drum roll sound. Yeah. And really, just keep in mind that this is not so much about whether you like the movie or not. It's like, which of us do you like better? (laughs) But no pressure. No pressure. Uh, <laughs> You're tampering yes. with, the, <laughs> with the witness. <laughs> Objection. 
Uh, so before I get to my actual verdict, <laughs> okay. I have to give like a tiny little bit of like context on like how I saw this film. Okay. So like I had this like routine when I watch movies, um, like ever like maybe like the last five years or something ever since I got like Netflix streaming, where I'll basically like I want to see a movie and so I'll like go into my Apple TV and I'll like go to Netflix and I'll like go and like search for this search for a film, and in five years of having Netflix, I have never never once found a film I want to watch on Netflix streaming ever. Like it's never there. And I would have to go back to like, you know, iTunes and watch it yeah. there. And this movie was the first film ever that was available wow. for Netflix streaming. <laughs> this should have been the first red flag. <laughs> oh, 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 no, oh, no. Oh, oh. Okay. That's not my <laughs> that was a great um, setup, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> so... And so the way, way I sort of like, having seen this film, <laughs> the way that I sort of imagine it came hold about. On, it hold came, on, wait, <laughs> I gotta say, I gotta say, historically, any movie review that starts with you laughing about your description of how you saw the movie typically does not go well. It makes for great watching and great listening. So just go ahead. Sorry, I'm excited. Uh, so, so the way that I imagine that this film sort of like came to be. Mm-hmm. Well, it sort of reminds me of like when, like when I was a kid, I would like I would like ima- like I wanted to like make so like the best movie ever, mm-hmm. and and it would and so I would like I would like put together like this like this like incredibly like complicated like plot and all these different elements and like all these things. And in retrospect, thinking back on it now, I realized that pretty much all these movies that I invented in my head were just like they took all these elements of other movies I'd already seen, just mm-hmm. smushed them all together. Well, that's whether they actually all fit together at mm-hmm. all, but they're just you know stuffed right in. And then I watched this film. And I thought, wow, this feels like. Like some kid in the like 80s or 90s thinking of all his favorite movie, sci-fi movies <laughs> that he watched in like the 70s and 80s and putting them all together into one film. Because there's like all these things that like were like like Star Wars, for example, it feels very, very like like Star Wars-ish, mm-hmm. you know? Like and there's like, it's like really specific elements that are that are like that <laughs> the are just, word right? has come up a lot already. Yeah. But you don't mean like yeah, not elements. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but like, you know, the like, so like Ian Holmes character, like the priest, you know, mm-hmm. like he has like this like Brown cloak. It was like it was exactly yeah, like Obi Wan. Like yeah, Obi-Wan. yeah, exactly like Obi Wan's cloak. You know, and like, and like the religious order aspect of it. Yeah, uh, you know, and there's like and there's like the you know then there's like the the ships which look an awful lot like star destroyers. Mm-hmm. You know, like, especially from the back they have like you know three engines. Yeah. You know, and like that's the general shape. And like even like the the alien characters, you know, like the the non CGI aliens mm-hmm. and, and pets, you know, like yeah. how often do you see like alien pets? You know, like they're right. in Star Wars. Right. Uh, they're here. They looked very um, uh, Muppet. Kind of, uh, what was it? A dark, dark crystal. Dark crystal. Oh, it looked yeah, like yeah, those yeah. kind of. Yeah. I, I kind of yeah. wonder if it was the, the whatever the Jim Henson workshop. What is it called? Yeah, the, I think it is Jim Henson's workshop. Is it? Yeah. yeah. I wonder yeah. if they had a part in that. I gotta check it out because yeah. yeah. like the little the little pet that he had on the desk mm-hmm. that looked very Jim Henson. You know, dark crystal. Maybe the yeah. little yeah. elephant thing. Whatever yeah. that was. Yeah. Whatever that was. Yeah. But anyway, I was, I was sort of struck by all these elements. I felt like they kind of like had come from other from other films. And then I looked afterwards on Wikipedia, and it turns out that uh, Luc Besson had like come up with the with the entire film when he was a kid. Nice. And then finally made it as mm-hmm. a successful filmmaker as an adult. So, nice. um, and so I feel like the movie is basically like what you get when when that happens. <laughs> <laughs> like I expected to like really not like the film, mm-hmm. and I didn't hate it as much as I thought I was going to hate it. I, I did hate it, however. Okay, let me be very clear about this. <laughs> but not as strongly as I, as I thought I was going to. Like, this is going to be another controversial YouTube video. <laughs> you raised his hopes and dashed them all at once. <laughs> I got nervous I was going to see 
Like, I don't I mean, there were, there were moments where I was like, oh, you know, this is like, I mean, like, like, you know, the, the, the fridge scene, you know, it was awesome with like that when like oh, the history yeah, yeah. come back. That whole thing. Thing. Yeah, like, that was great. By the way, but then like the whole like when he gets on board the ship and that was what was the guy's name? The like the, te- the radio Ruby Rod. Host? Ruby Rod. Yeah. And just kept going on and on <laughs> and on. Like we're looking at each other. We're looking back. Like, is this is this really happening? Like, is this still going on? Like, really? Oh, yes. <laughs> He's in the whole movie. <laughs> Yep. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I mean, like, I, I, it feels very original. <laughs> I mean, not, actually, not original. I mean, it feels very much like a ripoff of Star Wars and a lot of other films. But like, put together in a in a way that you don't see in a lot of other films. Yeah. You know, with, with great energy. I have to, you know, <laughs> saturation. What did you like? What I'm trying to think. Like, where, where does this rank on the on the scale of like other stuff we've talked about? Like, because I can't tell. I feel like you kind of liked it a little bit, but like, is it better than Snowpiercer, for example? Oh man! Oh. Um, wow. Hmm. I th- Another I think controversial I broke internet. Steve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously. Uh, maybe. Yeah, I think it might. Okay. Yeah, I think there was more like there were more sort of like entertaining moments, you know, like yeah. vignettes in this film. Yeah. Then they're like post no piercer just felt like it was a bit of a slog all the way through, you mm-hmm. know. And there were a few good moments, but it was mostly really hard to get through. And this one, like, yeah, that. You know, the, yeah, for sure, like, you know, the whole scene with, with the fridge. Um, and uh, I also just liked some of the aesthetic. I mean, the, mm-hmm. the, 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 the special effects don't really hold up uh, yeah. that well. There's not many. Yeah. They but, don't do, a, like, they mostly switch to practical effects, yeah. I think, to their credit. Yeah, um, I mean, they might hold up better than they would if they were CGI, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, but right. it's still, like, you know, all the, like, I, I kind of like the whole, you know, sort of that vision of the future with, like, the, with the cab and stuff. It's like almost like vaguely mm-hmm. Art Deco. Yeah, uh, which is you, know, you often see that sort of evoked in the future. Yeah, like um, futuristic forties. Yeah. yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. And so that that was cool, you know. And so like, there were a lot of like elements like that that I liked, you know. And there were just other el- like you know segments of the film that I just could not wait <laughs> to be over. <laughs> like I'd like watch the film in like segments because I'm like, okay, I need to take a, I need to like stop this, <laughs> go to something else for a while. We'll come back, you know, like sort of recharge, you know, yeah. and come back and take another run at it, you know. <laughs> what did you? <laughs> Come on. I see, like, Lori, like, rubbing, you rubbing your back. Come on, you, you can do this. this. You got this. She's like the, you know, the boxer in the corner. Yes. Like, what, did you, what did you think of her as a character specifically? Like, the whole the rest of the movie aside, like, what did you think about her, her, you know, acting and just sort of as a character? Yeah, I thought there were two really outstanding performances in the film. Like, most of the performances were, like, really, like, overacted, I thought. Mm-hmm. Uh, intentionally. Yeah, by design. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Think, yeah. Uh, and Bruce Willis wasn't under overacted because he never overacts. He just, because he's, he's Bruce Willis. But, uh, <laughs> So that was he was the perfect amount of Bruce Willis. <laughs> but the two that I thought well, I was really impressed by when it was her, you know, yeah. like she she truly felt like someone that was like you know just like you know tro- totally uh, you know out of this out of this world yeah. and like you know and like and, and you really felt for her which was like the very yeah. when she first shows up in that like you know that horrible glass like cylinder you know trying you know terrified and trying to escape um, and so yeah I thought that that worked pretty well. Um, and the other performance that was, you know, phenomenal was Gary Oldman, which I didn't even mm. realize was Gary Oldman until you the never film know was it's over. Gary Oldman. You know, so that guy good. It, it is ridiculous <laughs> how incredibly versatile, not just versatile, but like, I don't know, what, what's the adjective of chameleon? Chameleon-esque. <laughs> <laughs> it's no ridiculous. Idea. I mean, because I just, I mean. He's a real shapeshifter. Yeah. Like, honestly, shapeshifter. It's ridiculous. I mean, because like, th- this is my reference point for what his far end of campiness is. Because he's done pretty dark and like I think I think the stuff. last the last one I saw him in was Tinker Yeah Taylor, uh, Taylor Spy. Spy yeah which is as different as characters as you could imagine yeah like just in every respect so there's that there's you know the ba- or, uh, uh, Commissioner Gordon yes Commissioner Gordon there is Sirius Black you know he's yeah 
He's that. He was in uh, X Men First Class, I think, too. Was he? I can't think of. I can't picture him right now. Maybe he wasn't. I thought he was. I'm thinking of somebody else. He was like somebody, somebody, some really obvious character. (laughs) Who's Mystique? Wow, that's crazy. (laughs) It was a woman. (laughs) Gotcha. All right. That's how good he is. But yeah, he's yeah, yeah, he's incredible. So you know, performances overall, I thought. I mean, well, I mean, like the core cast, I thought did a really good job. And then the surrounding cast is just. Goofy, like, yeah, yeah, completely, completely goofy. Yeah, which I th- that was part of the problem is like I felt like there was like this sort of nugget of these performances, you know, but it was just everything else was just so over the top. Yeah. And but I did feel like there was a lot of, like it was it also felt dense, much in the same way that, you know, the last uh, movie we watched, you know, um, the one I, what I love what felt really dense. And there's all these elements like there was this whole like thing about like all the trash at the spaceport. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, I, I've never known what that's like, about. What is that about? You know, and, and like, she like, comments on it. Even. Yeah. She's like, yeah. oh, sorry about the mess. Like some kind of like trash cave in or something. Yeah. There's like, 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 a wall, like 40 <laughs> feet tall of trash, you know, that's behind them. And I wonder if that was like a production issue and they just sort of made a story around it. I've never yeah, understood but, that. But I feel like, I feel like there's a lot of detail put in. I thought thought going to thought put into the small details of the film yeah. like like someone obsessed over it which i imagine he did since ever since he was like a kid when he was when he yeah. first conceived it you know um which I, I applaud that you know that you know we've talked about that in the past i think about you know films that do that like the you know the back to the future series as well yeah, yeah. where there's yeah. all this mm-hmm. detail and all thought that goes into the small things mm-hmm. um, and so I, I did like that aspect of it for sure. yeah it's funny so the the apartment scene where he's like stuffing people in every which way yeah, yeah. that just reminds me of that uh you guys have seen the video of the the hong kong apartment yes. that's like yeah Totally. The same idea, you know, mm-hmm. it's like the shower scoots up and there's like a refrigerator underneath and <laughs> it's the bed that slides yeah. out and it's like plastic wrapped yeah. every time. Like I think somebody slides out and they've been it's covered really, in plastic. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he slides out and he's like <laughs> plastic wrapped. Yeah. And like the little mail tube thing, he gets his mail, oh, yeah, yeah. like the yeah, little yeah, pneumatic yeah. tube. Yeah. So, and the video that he looks outside his door is the guy with the hat that looks exactly that was like amazing. the yeah. hallway. That's <laughs> 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 That's exactly. Well, what was the guy with the hat? Up? What was it all about? I, he's just like a mugger, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Like, yeah. no, he was just, well, because it's he's looking through the, the yeah, yeah. thing, and he, just, he thinks there's somebody there, so he's gonna open the door. <laughs> right. And, but his that whole like that character is the essence of that movie. It's like you could not imagine <laughs> no. that working in any other movie ever. No. And it's that level of humor where it's just yeah. like I don't even know what to say now. And puts it in like a rack. Yeah, of the other gun guns. guns. <laughs> like, are those his, or he confiscate those from other would-be muggers? Like, how does he have all these guns? I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, there well, we go. Yeah, and thinking of the door, the other really quotable line from the movie is negative. I'm a meat popsicle. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry. No, that's great. And yeah, and there are just so many of those things. Like yeah. the film was, I mean, like I, I wrote my notes that the film was in desperate need of an editor, but maybe that would, have, that would have ruined all these things that everybody loves about it. You know, yeah. it's like it is, there's so many of these scenes that really have nothing to do with the overall, you know, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. like the plot. Maybe they sort of helped like the gestalt for the film, like that one, like the whole you know, like music, you know, like the whole like, you know, musical number that yeah. they, they, when they first board the spaceship and all this stuff, which, you know, really. When they first board the or, well, like the opera, opera. The whole okay. opera yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so like the, all those, you know, they're really necessary for the film, you know, to, to proceed, which is more the opposite of like, you know, the one I love where it's like very like you know, everything was there for a reason. You kind of need every little piece, mm. you know, in that, in, that, in that film. And here is like, you know, unless, you know, you don't really need about third of it. Yeah, you know, you know, it's funny. I I had forgotten about this, but the the opera scene always stood out for me, even when I first saw the movie as sort of an interesting choice, because like you kind of get the impression that uh, Corbin is like too good for this. Like, it's not Mm. really his thing. He's like, oh, this is stupid. I'm not I'm not really into opera, but I'm pretending to be whatever. But he like is affected. But by the end, he actually thinks it's really good. And he's like standing up and like, I I just thought that was an interesting choice where it's like you don't really need that to make the story work. But I kind of I kind of dug that. Yeah. 
So Silver Linings so, Playbook, you'll, Silver you'll love. <laughs> I will report back. <laughs> Is that Chris, our next episode then? Uh, I don't know. Well, we could. Well, I don't know. We'll have to talk about it. Okay. I, I would be happy reviewing it as a whole, but I, I, I didn't know if you were just going to do it. We all, we could all do it. No, I, I can, I'm, I I'm down do with it. that. I'm yeah. down with that. It's sort of in that weird sort of limbo where it's like, it's not like the fifth element where it's like kind of old enough that we can Let's like, do it. Get Let's do it. it. Let's yeah. bring it on. Okay. Yeah. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm excited. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Is that everything we wanted to cover? For, I guess we didn't, we didn't really... I mean, I guess we spoiled the whole film, right? We didn't really. Probably. I think we uh, did. Yes. Retroactively. <laughs> forget everything you heard. <laughs> uh, but we should. So, well, okay. So we did We did get 30 subscribers, which yeah. thank you very much. And we'd, we'd love to keep growing that number because yeah. it's interesting. The thing I've noticed is that as we gain subscribers and people like, like the videos and stuff, mm-hmm. it seems to be this like snowball effect because mm-hmm. we get in rotation more, which I think is why we're seeing yeah. a lot of. Yeah, we went videos. really quickly from 20 to 30. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and the and the I mentioned last episode, Snowpiercer is a, is our, actually our most popular episode now, and which strangely enough is where we first came up with the idea for this. We were talking about that, and I said, "Oh, that kind of reminds me of Fifth oh, Element." Yeah, and then right. we're like, "Oh, you were like he would hate that, or you you said you yeah. love that respect whatsoever." <laughs> and you're Ruby like, oh, "Rod, yes." Oh, <laughs> best. Did you do you have you seen it? I've I've seen parts of it. Oh, I don't think you. Oh, I think you'd love it. What? No, no, I think you'd think it was great. Are you serious? No. Can we bet on this? I don't know what the stakes would be. Yeah, what would we what would we wager? We we uh, so you could do the thing that we did, which is that you choose a movie that you uh, want me to see. I choose a movie that I want you to see, and whoever gets Steve's <laughs> guess right, also we have to convince him to see it. That's true. Okay, we'll work something. I'll take out. that bet. We'll figure <laughs> so, something out. We'll, we'll let you know next time yeah. what happens. But I'm I'm pretty sure he would hate it. Okay, but I think you'd enjoy it. Okay, we'll find <laughs> out. I thought, I, I, I thought you would really like it. Yeah. Um, so that one. Sorry. It's cool. Um, but anyway, so like, please do subscribe because it's it's exciting to see people ch- check out the show. And yeah, we will we will keep bringing you shows if you keep showing up. Um, and so we had a one year anniversary. Yay! So we should talk about our favorite episodes. Then. I think it's this one. <laughs> Just hearing your description. Easy. I don't know if I, I I don't know. There's a lot of really funny episodes. Um, I, th- I almost feel like some of the experiences we've had off camera have been some of my favorite parts. Like when we've yeah. seen like movies, early screenings of oh, movies. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. really cool. Like when we all got to go to see um, Saving, Saving Mr. Mr. Banks. Banks. That, that was, was awesome. Really cool. That yeah. was. I mean, we've never talked about it on the show, but we was, almost recorded that episode like, in the lobby. Yeah. We were so excited to talk yeah. about it. Yeah. yeah, we knew and that was one of those things. I think that was the first time I was like a super excited to go see a, an early screening mm-hmm. and be like super glad I was there. And yeah. like, it felt like a, like a legitimate experience. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and it was so, even like Laura was there and, and mm-hmm. she, she wanted to talk about it. And yeah. I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she was so frustrated because we basically drive all the way back down yeah. from San Francisco. Like, she was like, like we couldn't talk the about scenes. the whole time. Yes. Like we really wanted to talk about it. Like yeah. and talk about anything else <laughs> in the car. Um, and the other thing I think is, so, I mean, th- those things honestly are probably my favorites, the stuff that we haven't even done on the show, but just yeah. as a consequence of doing the show, mm-hmm. the other thing I think is really cool is like all the stuff I've discovered that I never would have checked out. From, yeah. Like yeah. I never would, I don't think I ever would have played Kerbal Space Program or like yeah. game, in, um, uh, game Dev Tycoon, a large majority of the stuff we've talked about, I think I wouldn't have checked out. And yeah. like some of it ended up being my favorite, like Cabin Pressure. I love that show. I've yeah. listened to the whole thing. I never would have listened to that unless you had, you know, brought it up and yeah. talked about it. And I, and I never really read any like I didn't really read comics since I was like as a kid, and that was mostly like you know Calvin Hobbes and other yeah. you know like a whole different variety of comics, not like, not like you know graphic novels like you think about them now, you know. And and I probably I may never have gotten into those, yeah. you know. And I don't know if I like really really into them, but like I mean, I read the entire Why the Last Man right you yeah. know, series, yeah. you know, because of the show, which mm-hmm. is, was really great. And mm-hmm. so yeah, it was you know, a sort of a similar experience. 
Yeah, totally. No. Uh, what stands out for you? Um, I mean, kind of what you guys said, like just, you know, sort of getting out of your comfort zone and like yeah. reviewing stuff. Like some of the movies and like indie games and stuff that we've done have been sort of like, I don't think I would have tried those, but they actually turned out to be pretty cool. Um, there's at least one episode that stands out to me. And I, I'm not exactly sure why this one stands out, <laughs> but like, I think our episode where we reviewed device six yeah. was actually really cool. Mostly because like the way that the sounds got yeah. folded, yeah. the game itself was kind of an audio game yeah. in a way. And the way that it kind of folded into the, like our commentary on it, that was so cool. Yeah. It's still one of my favorite episodes just cause like the way it all came together was actually really cool. Yeah. I was actually, that was exactly the same one that I was going to mention was, oh, yeah. was device. And I love, I love that episode, you know, as much as I hate listening to myself, like <laughs> this is, you know, I managed to listen to the entire episode. Maybe the only one of us in the whole Yeah, it's funny that game just sort of lended itself to that because yeah. it was so it was so audio focused and because a lot of games, although there may be audio, it's you're almost never it's never background audio. So it's like something yeah. that would be hard to splice in. We we kind of did it with um, Cook Serve Delicious as well because oh, there's true. there's sort of that background you know cooking stuff. But yeah. yeah, Device Six was just it was kind of destined to work well in that case. Yeah, totally. Um, but yeah, I, I started looking through some of them. I mean, like, I, I don't, we don't talk about it a lot. We talk about Spectacular Now as one of those, uh, the first 10 we did, Spectacular Now, I think way, way back was kind of in that yeah. that list and movies that I don't think I would have seen yeah. otherwise. And, and now yeah. are kind of like a reference point for me for like mm -hmm. other, like Spectacular Now, the acting in that was so good. Mm -hmm. that's, kind of, that's kind of like a one of the high bars for like how good can yeah. a performance be. Yeah, yeah totally. Cool. Cool. Well, thanks everybody for listening. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm kind of shocked people <laughs> want to listen to us. People are still downloading this after you know a year. That's that's good. But you should tell them how to how can they get in contact with us. And yeah, so uh, if you haven't, you know, this is the first time you're tuning in, or you somehow missed this <laughs> very confusing episode, fifty episodes. <laughs> you can uh, find us on Twitter at uh, Lower Show. You can also find our website um, at lowerthorbit.fm. We also put all of our uh, show notes there, yep. so you can find all the references that we've uh, made during the show. Most of the Dark Tower. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Running joke. <laughs> <laughs> if you ever need a link to Dark Tower, you can basically... Any page on our site. Should we just have a page that explains all the running <laughs> jokes? It's almost like, like the director's commentary, where it's like... What, what are they talking about? <laughs> Why is heartfelt dramedy so funny to these guys? <laughs> By the way, Silver Lines Playbook is a heartfelt dramedy. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so ready. And uh, our YouTube, YouTube page, yeah. yes. Uh, Lower Earth Show again, right? Yeah, yep. Lower Earth Show. Yep. Yep. YouTube.com slash Lower Show. Subscribe, like, so on. Yep. And we'll do something awesome when we get to another four eight round number. Still. Yeah. Is it 50? Yeah. yeah. Oh, and it's a good, yeah. good goal. If there's stuff you guys want us to review, you should. Tell us. Yes, yeah, put totally. in the comments. We're very interested in that. So. We actually do read all the comments. We do read yes. all the comments. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, uh, <laughs> bye, guys. On that note. <laughs> Thanks for listening.
I love all the things you do with your eyebrows when you're saying <laughs> Strangely, it's pronounced Smith. <laughs> the P is silent. <laughs> and all the other letters. Yeah, actually. And also, there's new letters instead. Yeah. Beast could, you know, get a second Eat impression yeah, when he yeah. eats Bell. Uh, there are alternate Archies as well. Oh, oh my god! Right. <laughs> Geopolitical struggle involving dragons and Vikings. You will find me out. <laughs> it was like, your knife and boots, boy. I'm like, is that a thing? Expect you to dine. <laughs> it was the, the villain. Dinner. <laughs> yes! Points for like, oh, you've exposed the goo to air, you've exposed the goo to space, you've exposed the goo to the moon. <laughs> I mean, something happens. Yeah, there's a thing that happens. Frenchiness?